Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Baird for this day 12 of month 6, 2023. And how about we talk Trump? How about we talk Ukraine and sports? Sounds like a Republican infomercial. <laughs> ah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to it, to it. Yeah. Shorty loves it, yeah. Loves that I'm a dog. They don't want it, yeah. They scared of what I know. Told you the budget, yeah. I gotta get my own. Shout out my bros, this right here deserves a toast. You know, I've been I've been having some thoughts. I do a lot of thinking. Uh, and part of that is trying to figure out what's actually, you know, good conversation to have. And in, in, in a world where there's, you know, millions of things going on, I don't know how many podcasts are out here in these streets. It's very difficult to uh, try to figure out what exactly, you know, the people want. But then you go, well, maybe in my estimation it shouldn't necessarily be about what the people want it should be more about what matters to me and then grab those people who uh share in my my belief system and my thought process that's how i feel about it and 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 that's how i'm i've decided to approach uh conversations not not just uh on the internet but even in uh in the real world if you please um you you probably heard that I had a uh, did, I, did I tell you? I think I told you yesterday about the um, the piece of business we did with uh, my uncle. Uh, he died two years ago. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate your condolences. Um, and we were trying to figure out how to uh, you know how to get some mileage out of it. No, no. I mean, well, well. Let me let me just go in and say this. So you got this guy who did massive amounts of things now i didn't know what he did i he, he was kind of into his own little world it's it's a lot of details to that you know please uh, forgive me for sparing you but you, you find well he did all this and you know he's an african-american male um we're, we're kind of culturally in a position where uh, everybody is salivating about how we can elevate the black name and the black race. And so you got this opportunity sitting right in front of you. It's like, dude, I, I see an opportunity. So we uh, we did the thing. And, and again, it was awarding a uh, um, what do you call that thing? A, a resolution put it before the the state of virginia in his honor but truthfully it was an opportunity for us to bring awareness to what was going on and and how because of the things that this individual did my uncle thomas ellis Walsh jr senior was the badass but you know they both were in their own right i guess we could say but you know they're both dead and it's a great opportunity for us to uh to talk about and bring awareness and use our platforms to bring awareness to some of the good things that are going on in the world Instead of, you know, the major topics that are happening around here. But then again, there are some things that are happening around here that that we, we should pay attention to. If only so that we we kind of know how to deal. Like, for example, Thursday night, uh, June 8, 2023. 
I tell you that because you might not listen to this on Monday when it's released. You might, you know, find this a Tuesday or Friday or or maybe you did listen to it on Monday in 2097. Nonetheless, on Thursday, June 8th, uh, it emerged that Trump had been indicted uh, for allegedly mishandling classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago Mar estate in Florida. Donald Trump. Here's where it gets interesting, because he becomes the first former president in American history to face federal criminal charges. Trump is facing 37 criminal charges. He is due in court in Miami, Florida. Welcome to Miami, Florida courthouse. Yeah. On Tuesday afternoon, which is tomorrow afternoon, if you're listening to this when it's released, you probably should talk about this tomorrow. But, you know, we might have other things to talk about. Huh? Anyway, he's most likely surrendering himself to the FBI there, Trump will. Uh, it was reported last month that prosecutors obtained an audio recording in which Trump talks about holding on to a classified Pentagon document related to a potential attack on Iran. It's Trump. It's Trump's latest stress test for American democracy. Can the state hold a former president accountable and apply the rule of law? Now, here's where it got interesting to me, because for some reason, uh, the modern culture wants to constantly uh, attach or uh, compare, if you please, this particular president or this former president to uh, another former president in the in that of Richard Nixon. Now Richard Nixon uh, was a sitting president, but he did not uh, face charges. Uh, he was um, well, let me keep reading what this this particular piece of business says. There was a near miss for Richard Nixon, who could have faced federal charges on Watergate or over Watergate, but was pardoned by his successor, Gerald Ford. Now, the difference between uh, this particular person in Donald Trump and Mr. Ford was that was arguably just political witch hunting. You know, he was trying to figure out, you know, all politicians are nervous. They're 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 paranoid. And so they were probably or, or I don't know, I wasn't there. But, you know, if you really do some research and re look into the reports, uh, the baseline was Richard Nixon was just trying to get the dirt on his opponent. And so there was some. Uh, uh, some thievery that went along. There was some uh, misdoings. You know, they broke into somebody's house. And uh, it, it was literally just to try to figure out what was going on on the other side. That's all it was. You know, Richard Nixon wasn't trying to, you know, manipulate and mutilate the country. At least not uh, holistically, he wasn't. So, that that's the whole piece of business by Richard Nixon. But here's the question. Because, um, is this, as this article says, in short... This is a less, no, let me read like it says. It says, this is less a game changer than a replay of less than three months ago when Trump was charged by state prosecutors in New York with 34 felony counts 
of falsifying business records over a hush money. But wait a minute. Isn't he a, a felon now? Did he lose? Or I, I, I don't remember. I, I know he had to pay out the money. But did he lose? Or was he? Uh, how did that work? Because uh, Donald Trump indicted by grand jury of hush money payments. The ex-president. Okay, cool. Um, why did a grand jury vote to indict? I don't care about that. Um, okay, this was the thing when they were taking him in and we were arguing about whether or not he was going to uh, uh, be handcuffed and all that good stuff. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't say anything. Uh, so... The thing that I'm asking, if he if he had the 34 felony counts, which please forgive me, that's that's the reason why we talk about these things because um, I'm I'm curious. Is 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 are we talking about a presidential candidate who could potentially regain the White House as a felon? Because if he if he was found guilty. Which he had to pay the money, and I, I don't really remember what the details were, because you know I don't pay much attention, and, and I should. That's the reason why we're paying attention to this, because we got to go vote for this guy. Some of us will vote for him, and we have no idea. Like, it, are, are we are we literally about to or potentially going to elect an, a, a a felon in chief? Now, the other thing here in this article is the former president uh, saturated the news cycle, enjoyed a boost in the polls and forced his primary rivals around him uh, to rally around him, which all of them did. Kevin McCarthy, who we all know that they don't get along. And and then you got uh, what's his face? Um, well, Josh Hawley, he, he's he's a Trump boy. Um, what's the other one's name? Down in Florida, DeSantis. Yeah, he's out there, you know, uh, speaking and doing all these other things. But, you know, this president or this former president, should I say, again, he, he, you know, gets all these charges. He gets, you know, this business and then he ends up raising four plus million dollars in 24 hours. His poll numbers is going up. People are showing up at his rallies and droves. I mean, it's a possibility that we could uh, Trump could accept the Republican nomination while wearing an ankle bracelet. He could run against Biden from his prison cell. I mean, th these these are questions. And, and if he's elected president, could that be the official get out of jail free card? Could, uh, you can't have the elected leader of the free world in prison. They they would have to they would have to release him so that he can go run the country. That is that is that is epic. That would be the greatest comeback story. Of all time, of all time, of all time. I can't say that enough. Speaking of comeback stories, I I wonder are, are we gonna really uh, tonight? If you listen to this when it's released, I wonder are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna have another comeback? Are, are, is it is it possible? The Nuggets. I'm gonna talk about. We're talking about, about basketball right now. The Nuggets took a 3-1 lead in the series and can capture their first NBA title by winning Game 5 on Monday in Denver. Uh, the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers, this is where I want to point out, uh, are the only team to overcome a 3-1 deficit to win a finals. 
they did that against old Steph Curry and Golden State. But wait, wait, didn't they just do that? No, no, no. That was a battle here. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He said 2016. My bad. Um, but uh, and 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 LeBron was was on the on the uh, Cleveland at the time, which is the the point they're trying to say that the reason why they did it was because they had LeBron, which you know LeBron. Apparently, I mean, it's it's apparent at this time. I guess we got to admit that, that LeBron just, uh, old, old Steph Curry just can't beat LeBron. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty much documented. Um, but if the Heat is to somehow win its fourth NBA title, the most improbable playoff run in franchise history will now require, will now require perhaps the most improbable finals conclusion in modern NBA. They're going to have to run the board. They're going to have to literally, they're, they're already 3-1. This is game five. They will literally have to do, uh, if they do uh, five tomorrow or tonight, uh, if tomorrow we're looking at, we'll, we could, if we're looking at a 3-2 lead tomorrow, that's going to be five. Game six is going to be a 3-3. Game seven is going to be a a a three four, so they're going to have to clear the board. They already did one. They they're going to, they're going to have to clear the board. Now it's a possibility they can do that, but you know, Whew. again they ain't gotten LeBron. At least not no more. Didn't he play? He played for them too. LeBron went anywhere he can get a championship. LeBron was an NBA hoe. He just he couldn't marry one person that stayed there. No, he had he had multiple hoes. Yeah. Speaking of championships, oh Novak DJ won a twenty his twenty number twenty three because I don't like this I don't like talk like the queen twenty third I'll say it anyway he won his twenty third Grand Slam title the most of any man who has ever played of uh, the sport. At thirty six, oh DJ is the oldest man to win the French Open. And his third, Roland Garros crown moves him ahead of Rafael Nadal to 23 Grand Slams, as we just said, level with Serena Williams, and one behind all-time leader Margaret Court. So he is Serena, like, right here. Didn't she retire? I think she did. So, no, so now she's got, like, a tag team partner. Uh-huh. But the problem is that Serena is gone and ODJ is just halfway through because he's going to return on Monday. Um, he's going to be number one, of course, ranking on the ATP tour. Uh, as the seven time champion, DJ will head to Wimbledon, Wimbledon, that's in England, uh, full of confidence again. Of course, I can't tell you about that. Chasing what would be his the third leg of the calendar year Grand Slam. A win there would also see him equal um, someone, a Federer. I don't know who that is. Some dude. God bless his heart. I don't know much about tennis. I just, it was just fascinating because you got this, this guy who is literally putting tennis on the map, if you please. As I'm just sitting in my chair, even the chair is getting excited about this. Like, we don't know anything about this damn game. All we know is that we've never heard of anybody do. No, nobody knew about tennis until Serena did it, right? 
this Margaret uh, Cow or Court, uh, she she might have did some things back in the day, but we weren't watching that. I mean, Serena Williams made Serena Williams made black people watch tennis. Just come on, tell the truth. So this this uh, old Novick, he's trying to uh, he's trying to do something. Uh, Rod Laver in 1969 is the only man to win all four slams in the same year. That's what he's trying to do. So he's he's he's, he's it's a possibility he's going to beat Serena, which you know Serena's going to come out of retirement because you know she he's he's going to tear down. He she she built this 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 pathway to tennis success, and he's about to just just torpedo part of it. Is old Novak. She's so gonna have to come back and repair it. She is. Speaking of um, uh, torpedoing, or, or shout out to the people out there and uh, or up there, should I say, for me and uh, in Philadelphia. God bless y'all up there. Um, Sunday, uh, what about six twenty this morning? Well, yesterday morning, should I say? Uh, and unarmed, or first of all, why didn't tell me who it was? They, 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 we, excuse me, excuse me. Hey, we, we got to hush up here. Excuse me. Hush up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody go find the books. We, somebody, we got hush money payments going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause we don't know who it was. It was unnamed. Yeah. Talking about the, um, this commercial tanker unnamed. Don't know who it was, uh, carrying a petroleum based product. Don't even know what it was carrying. All we know it has something to do with fuel and, uh, Apparently, the uh, the tanker is still trapped under. What happened was part of I-95 collapsed. This tanker caught on fire and just blew a section of I-95 up. Um, this is the northbound part of I-95 in Philadelphia. Um, it would take, I mean, <laughs> 160,000 vehicles. Are now tomorrow morning or this morning, should I say, as you're listening to this and you're preparing to go to work and you're waking up and you're realizing you, you your your commute probably went from 20 minutes to two hours. Because part of I-95, I-95, fun fact, I-95 stretches from Canada all the way down to Florida. It's kind of like that that song, except it uh, doesn't have it. It doesn't go west, but you know, it's if it did, it would kind of you know you remember that song from California to New York Island. Yes, uh, this highway was made for you and me. I ninety five is where I go to lie while I am waiting here to die. Oh, sorry, never mind. <clears throat> I mean, sometimes you feel like you and you get in some of those those northern traffic jams. You just want to die anyway. Um, apparently there's um. Well, the good news is, um, the governor. When I joined in his uh, in his sentiment, Governor uh, Josh Shapiro, he said, "I find myself thanking the Lord that no motorists 
who were on I-95 were injured or died. Nobody died in this, which is a good thing. Everybody survived. Everybody can live to tell another. Everybody's going to be telling the story about this. That's the good thing. Other good things that are happening over in Ukraine. Uh, Ukrainian troops on Sunday hoisted the Ukrainian flag as it made territorial advances on three villages in the, its southeast uh, section. The first liberated settlements since launching a counteroffensive this past week. Uh, we're kicking the enemy out from our native lands. It's the warmest feeling there is. Ukraine is going to win. Ukraine above everything. Some some identified some soldier, one of them soldiers. They said it over on there on Facebook. God bless their hearts. Why did we get the picture? Or did we get the video? I, I I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I don't I don't I don't remember seeing it in in the. Uh, but then again, if they got the picture, it wouldn't be identified, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want to talk about it. Um, over there in the Belmont, that happened. It's, not, it's nothing that I you know. Uh, horses die in consecutive races at Belmont. Why? Uh, Machinine girl didn't survive the first race on Sunday, nor did excursionists in the thirteenth. Horses die in consecutive races at Belmont, dealing with untimely blows to the so so. Oh, okay. So Machinine Girl, trained by Mark Hearing, he used to be the governor. No, he was the attorney general. Broke down in the first Sunday, suffering a catastrophic injury to her left front leg at the storied race course. In so they had to kill her because you know they say it's better to uh, it's better to uh, put the horses down than to actually you know do anything with them. So you know. She went down. Um, I was trying to think about. I was getting back to. Uh, well, first of all, moment of silence for that horse. God bless him. Just. You're silent, but I'm humming. It goes together. know what I say then you probably need to have a day with church because you know everybody knows hear our prayer oh lord right okay anyway what were we talking about where was this this article you were trying to find um it won't take me to it I was trying to figure out if uh what was I trying to figure out though 
Oh, did we have a video? Oh, if we did, it's not gonna, it's not gonna come up anyway. Um, because you know, it's just not gonna come up. Um, what is USA Today talking about here? Uh, while I'm here, uh, this is uh oh, this is the the boxes from from Donald Trump. That's not interesting. Um, uh, Theodore. Oh, uh. The Unabomber died by suicide in custody at the Federal Prison Medical Center in North Carolina. Oh, God bless his heart. He was 81. Uh, he pled guilty to setting 16 explosions that killed three people and injured 23. And he went bye-bye. So, we don't do moment of silence for that, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. But speaking of who survived... Um, speaking of that, we want to talk about, uh, four young Colombian siblings, age 13, nine, four, and 11 months, 11 months, just under a year. They're members of the Huaytu. Huaytutu, the Hayatutu people. I might have butchered that. Please forgive me. Uh, they were lost in the Amazon jungle after their plane crashed in the early hours of May 1. Sensing they could be alive, Colombians army stepped up to the hunt and flew 150 soldiers with dogs into the area. Where, where mist and thick foliage greatly limited visibility. They couldn't even see. They're down in, in the bush. We talk about in, we're talking about being deep in the jungle. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion roar tonight. Anyway, that's where they were. Apart from the, or, in partnership, should I say, with the Colombian army, dozens of indig indignant. Why well, was I going to say that? that? That did not mean that. Well, they were indignant. They were indignant to believe that these kids were gone. But I don't want to talk about the indignants. I want to talk about the indigenous. Dozens of indigenous volunteers also joined the search. They had hundreds of peoples out here trying to take care of business. Mm hmm. Soldiers and helicopters dropped boxes of food into the jungle, hoping that it would help sustain the children. Two weeks after the crash on May 16, a search team found the plane in a thick patch of the rainforest and recovered the bodies of the three adults on board. But the children were nowhere to be found. Then. Oh, then, oh, then, a military sniffer dog found them alive on Friday after they'd spent weeks, approximately 40 days and 40 nights. Sound like a Bible story, don't it? Uh, in the area, they were with snakes, mosquitoes, and other animals. I told you. In the jungle, the mighty jungle with 
snakes, mosquitoes, and other animals. The children <laughs> told officials they had spent some time with the dog, but it had gone missing. So, you know, I guess out of respect to the little youngins, the military was still looking for a dog, a Belgian shepherd named Wilson. Wilson! 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 I can't talk loud. We don't want to wake the lions and the bears and the tigers. Oh my, Wilson! They're looking for him. General Pedro Sanchez, who was in charge of the rescue effort, said rescue teams had passed within 20 to 50 meters. That's about 66 to 164 feet. They were right there. Right there near the children. Couple times they were there, but they missed them. Mm, that's very fascinating how they missed them. The children appeared to owe their lives to their elder sibling, Leslie. She's a 13-year-old who kept them safely nourished by using the knowledge of the rainforest her mother had passed on to her. The children's grandfather stated they are expected to remain in the hospital for a minimum of two weeks, you know, because they were weak. I mean, they, were, they, they, had, they had a culture, I mean, a, a physical shock, you know, being out there. So they got to they gotta prepare themselves for, you know, getting back to health, prepare themselves, build themselves back up, you understand? Finally, speaking of building themselves back up, AccuWeather, the air forecasters, are, they say that a portion of the central United States will have to contend with multiple rounds of dangerous storms in the coming days. Some are like heat and robust moisture in place across the plains in the Mississippi Valley. The atmosphere will be primed with sufficient energy to support vigorous storms. This is by AccuWeather meteorologist Latroy Thornton. Areas at risk from Sunday afternoon onward will include portions of Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee. You hear me, Matthew? Mississippi, M, I, cripple letter, cripple letter, I, cripple letter, cripple letter, I, hunchback, hunchback, boom, boom, I. Watch that on, on good times that day when it was heading out there because, you know, uh, what's that boy's name? The daddy. What was Papa's name? Mm, dude, what was his name? I don't remember. He got a job. And anyway, nonetheless, of, uh, 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 in adjacent to those states, Alabama, Roll Tide, Georgia, and the Carolinas, and much of Arkansas will also need to to pay attention. So again, listen up, all you Missourians, Kentuckians, Tennesseans, Mississippians, Alabamians, Georgians, and the Carolinians, and the Arkansasians. Go ahead and get your mind right. There's a storm on the ocean. Wait a minute, there's water around there? Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, mm. Anyway, moving. Well, the Carolinas definitely got no. Carolinas got oceans. Anyways, just pay yourself. All right. Denver, what's going on out there, brothers and sisters? Um, Denver, Oklahoma, how you doing? The Sooners. How you doing out there? 
Y'all gonna get some hell. Damaging wind gusts, 60 to 70 miles per hour. Go ahead and get your mind right. Uh, isolated tornadoes is coming too, so go ahead and get your mind right out there. <sighs> of the two days, conditions on Monday look, which is today, to be more primed for a twister than Tuesday setup, and and uh, so after that, we'll you know the severe weather was swift. It's coming eastward. Is what I'm trying. It's coming to. It's coming and it's moving. You hear me, Norfolk? You hear me, seven five seven? You hear me, HRVA? You hear me, DMV? This week. Mm. So, uh, but you know, we'll see how. How Tuesday look, and, and we might be all right. We'll, we'll see. The positioning of the storms on Wednesday will be highly dependent upon, you know, what goes on Monday, today, and tomorrow, and what already happened yesterday. Which you know, we we still we. I mean, I could go and check it out, but you know, I ain't no meteorologist. So go ahead, and if you do anything, check out your your weather apps and make sure you stand up to date with what's going on in your neighborhood. That's all I'm saying. Finally today, because I told you, you know, it's, it's bring awareness to what's going on. This week is interesting because we are preparing for Father's Day. And I got an event coming up on Saturday. No, Sunday. On Sunday, we're taking some people to ride some bikes. It's going to be fascinating. If you're in the Norfolk area, then, you know, come on down and check us out. It's going to be fun. But uh, leading up to Father's Day, uh is National Men's Health Week. We're celebrating that from today through uh, the 20, day 20. What is that? That that's that's that is past Father's Day. That's going all the way to next Tuesday. Hmm, that's interesting. About eight days of this. Uh, as I said, the week leading up to Father's Day is when we celebrate National Men's Health Week. Because what a better way to celebrate dad than to encourage him to take care of his health. This week is all about healthy bodies, hard exercise, good diet, and regular visits. Oh, really? To the dog? Okay. Mm-hmm. That guy. That guy. Charging $275 an hour just to look at you and tap your shoulder. He's just coming in just cough. <clears throat> okay, good. $200. Pay the secretary. I'm telling you, I see it with my own eyes. Yeah, whatever. It's part of National Men's Health Month, a month-long recognition of men's health with active, uh, well, should I say with activities and events to remind men to take care of their bodies. That's what we're going to talk about on Saturday, on Sunday, should I say. Going to try to get the men out there, get them, you know, walking. If grandma and them go riding, maybe the men will go for a walk. We'll see what we can pick up. So whether you're a man or just love them, take some time this week to celebrate the male form and keep it in tip-top sheep. So all your daddies, get your daddy. If you if you're in the Norfolk area, and this is this is a this is what I wanna I wanna shout out if I can. If you're in the Norfolk area or somewhere near it, I don't care if you gotta come down from Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. That's in Pennsylvania. Okay, cool. Whew. I was starting to struggle with that geography. Lord have mercy. If you got to come down, you ain't going to get through I-95, but you know, I'm sure you can find another way. Come on down and 
Let's celebrate Father's Day by being active. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. All right. I, okay. That was the dropping of the ball, I guess, to let me know it's time for us to get on out your hair. It was also mine. Just wanted to bring awareness to what's going on here, you know. Seeing what 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 life had to offer us here in these streets, and we did that art. And I'm I'm always grateful when I have an opportunity to share with you, to connect with you, and hopefully through what I have talked about or discussed, it would bring more understanding, more clarity to what's going on. You're probably not going to hear that on any other areas because. Let's be honest, they got to focus their attention on how do we, uh, you know, get you to go, girl, did you hear what went on that TV? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I won't buying it. Because, <laughs> you know, that Trump man, as I was trying to figure out where that screw went, that Trump man, you know, he, but he's my president. Mm-hmm. No, he ain't. He ain't your president. Your president, Joe. Yeah, that's all it's trying to do. Just trying to keep you fighting. I ain't got time for that. I would... Rather you find yourself being more knowledgeable of what's going on than more sensationalized. That's kind of how I look at life. Anyway, as I said, it's time to get out of your hair. And I do that. I thank you. I thank you on behalf of the platform for which you've chosen to consume this. I also thank you because you care for your friends and family. That's why you share this piece of business with them. Not only with your friends and family, but with your communities, because you want them educated. You will not have your communities be stupid. Paul said that. I didn't write. It's in the Bible. I will not have you be stupid. <laughs> Pause. Here we go. First Thessalonians 4.13. Now the theologians are going to go out and they're going to, you know, want to read the whole text and try to extrapolate it or extrapolate it or extrapolate it or poofcrapolate it. Yeah, I made all those words up. It's going to be in the dictionary. I'm submitting them to Dr. Henry Gates, Lewis, Harvard professor, Oxford Black English Dictionary, March 2025. Was it March? Anyway, it says in verse 13, we... Do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters. Now, I don't care what the rest say. The fact of the matter is, Paul just don't want you dumb. So that's why we do what we do. You know what else? I forgot. And I apologize to you. It's 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 about, what, this day 89, 87, heading into the uh, 2023, 20. 24 uh, NFL season. I was trying to think. Of, I know who it is, but I want to uh, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was thinking of somebody else, but I forgot. That's another day. But anyway, it's day 87. And you know why this day is very significant? Because on day 87, as we prepare for the for the Kansas City Chiefs and the home of the Chiefs. Why does it sound like I came? I don't know. Anyway, they're getting ready to kick off the 2023 2024 NFL because they are the champ. We are the champions. Yes. But you know, 
old Patrick Mahomes on that day. He's going to throw the ball to kick it off the season to our person of the day. Mm-hmm. Number 87, old Travis Kelsey. Yes, uh, Travis Kelsey. Travis Michael Kelsey, born October 5, 1989. I didn't know that boy was that young. I don't know why I thought he was an old ass. Of course, he's an American football tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs of the NFL National Football League. He was drafted by the Chiefs in the third round of the 2013 NFL Draft and later won Super Bowl LIV and LVII with the team. He won both of them. He played college football in Cincinnati. Uh, what is it? WKRP in Cincinnati. He's from Westlake, Ohio. 6'5", 250. It don't look like it. High school, Cleveland Heights. That's why he got that the New Heights podcast because he went to Cleveland Heights High School, Cincinnati. Uh, round three, pick 63. They didn't think he was going to be shit. <laughs> Boy, are they wrong. Career highlights, two-time Super Bowl champ, of course. Four-time first-team All-Pro, 16, 18, 20, 20, Three-time second-team All-Pros, 2017, 19, and 21. Eight-time Pro Bowl, 2015 through 2022. Uh-huh. Prove that you suck with that 63 pick. Number six in round three, still number 63. Jesus. NFL 2010's all-decade team. Wait. Hmm? Okay, I guess. First team, all-Big East 2012 NFL record. Season with 1,000-plus receiving yards by a tight end. Consecutive 1,000 yards receiving seasons by a tight end. Receiving yards in a season by a tight end. 1,416 season with 100-plus receptions by a tight end. Uh, games with 100-plus yards receiving by a tight end, 35. So let me talk about this. Career statistics as of week 18 of 2022. Watch this. Receptions, 814. Yep. 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 That's yep. That's what you do for a guy pick 363. Mm-hmm. Receiving yards. Watch this. 10,344. Yep. Yep. Round 363. Mm -hmm. Receiving touchdowns, 69. Considered one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Round three, pick three. That's what the old white folks get you, dog. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. All right, I'm out your hair. I'm done. That's it. That's it. I'm done. Follow me. Hey, it's EDB on what we know as the Instagram on the Twitter too. Since we're at uh, 87, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go 99 to 88. I'm going to do all 11 on a post. I think I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I think I'm going to do it. We're going to do something today and uh, put that out there on the Internet. And uh, maybe that'll maybe that'll be I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We're we're figure we're we're gonna figure it out. 
You hear me saying? We're going to figure it out. And uh, we'll, uh, yeah. I don't know why I didn't do it on Instagram before, but I didn't. So it is what it is. And I'm not going to go and do. I mean, I could do 11 individual posts today. I could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just start the whole thing. Mm. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud. Anyway, follow me. Hey, it's EDB. Instagram. Twitter. Hey. It's hey. H-E-Y. On all those other places. But it's hey. H-A-Y. On the Snapchat. So go ahead and check that out too. And then it's hey. H-E-Y. It's EDB.com. That's the website. And then you know you can email me. Hey at heyitsedb.com all those things you can do that's how you connect with me alright and we'll do this again lord willing and the damn creek don't rise did I thank you I thank you for uh, sharing with your friends and family I thank you I, thank, I did I thank you I thank you I thank you for caring mm-hmm, for all those people your friends your families and your communities mm-hmm, and sharing mm-hmm. and then for praying not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized and even the uncivilized nations all over this world. They got kids too. I'm trying to tell you this. You need to listen to me. They have kids too. So go ahead and show them some love. All right. It's a pretty weird time to turn that mic down. I'm sorry. I, uh, I was sitting there a little like, why we didn't turn this thing down? I thought we had turned it down. But nonetheless, we're working on it, right? Lord willing and the creek don't rise for me and mine unto you and yours later Spending this money, party with sure. Spending this money.